And now it's time for Over the Garden Fence with your host, Andy Waddell, here brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And again, as we said, here's your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I didn't want to come back from vacation. Uh, <laughs> enjoy, so, enjoy a little time off. Yeah, it was well, fun. Well, and, you know, I was talking with Roger about uh, birds. Mm-hmm. The other thing you get to see is a lot of kind of interesting plants. Um, as you travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't get to see like pine tree or not pine trees, but palm trees kind of. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of those down in uh, in Florida mm-hmm. and other other uh, flora as well. So. Sure. Sure. You know, but, uh, um, MSU just came out with a, it's called Drive-By Botany. Oh, really? It's kind of a fun little thing where you could actually, hey, as you're driving by, you know, kind of you can look up that plant or see if that's something cool that could yeah. be in my yard obviously not palm trees but uh as you <laughs> as you drive the native landscaping sometimes it's like oh man that might be cool you know yeah take a shot of it and... saw a lot of seaweed <laughs> you saw a lot of seaweed oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well well i'm glad you had a good time it was fun it yeah. was fun we had a good time but uh, it's nice to be back and uh um noticing uh, a lot of uh um uh, you know, flowers and vegetables and mm-hmm. uh, things like that and uh, uh, as you drive around. and The thing is the drought. The drought, yeah. And I do have I'm... a question about, I think I've asked you this before, but I, I do have a question about the drought that pertains to trees in that, you know, we always talk about the drip line uh-huh. that kind of thing. Somebody in our, our complex listens to the show and asked me, would you ask Andy if it's a good idea to hook your garden hose up to a soaker hose and run that around the perimeter where the drip line is, and that would be the best way to water the tree. So I'm going to say yes right away. And uh, <laughs> I got a watering, uh, I think we need to go over watering 101 today, okay. 201 today, and <laughs> maybe 301 yeah, too. Yeah, because there's a couple parts of the state that are D1, um, drought number one um uh, prone right now and there's some uh allegan is the actually on d2 i think is what they mm-hmm. said this morning so um some very we're one fifth or 20 percent of our moisture that we're used to getting right now five inches of rain total this year so wow. yeah so well good morning to y'all and you know what we're gonna be talking about water and other things this morning we're gonna be talking about um some screening We've had some <clears throat> issues with people building too close or deciding to park the old car in back or uh, <laughs> or other things. Uh-huh. Um, yep, animals. And uh, then we're um, going to talk about a success story with um, uh, planting the right plants under the right plants. So we'll, we'll just go into that. So if you do have questions, give us a call. We'd love to ha- talk to you today and um, uh, maybe Gab, 382 4280 or Jim if it's 877-382-4280 if you're outside the area but listening on the net and if you're a little radio shy but you want to send Andy a question via texting just text us at 80373 and we'll get it you bet so good morning to y'all on this beautiful morning waking up with the cooler air Ashley uh, thank you uh, Lord for the mid 60s upper 60s this morning and bright blue skies great day to get our gardening done uh, thank you for joining us, for sure. A very hot and humid week like we uh, were just talking about. Even friends having heat stroke. 
um, they had done the right stuff, Jim. They had uh, drank enough moisture. They had good coverage, and it still happens to the best of us. So be careful. Um, so it's how you try to take care of yourself to actually be fit. Some people are not used to the extreme heat. Gardening and landscaping can keep you sometimes in shape mentally and physically. Yes, the work is hard, but the work is very relaxing. The work is very rewarding. And uh, from that small little interior scaping, um, Jim, you got any house plants? Yes, we do. There you go. So they're right there. Little interior scaping right there to the large, large outdoor project, which Jim has been working with uh, mulching some trees the last few years and having some, some success. Everybody's actually wanting to get done something done in their yard. From screening a neighbor or a view to a raised bed or two new a uh, shade or sun gardens, everybody wants to add some color. So it's actually time to refresh. Time to get rid of the old? Come down to Waddell's for a great selection. New crops of plants that we didn't have or have been sold out are now starting to come back in, all fresh from our farms. I was invited to our greenhouse up in our floral department with our floral manager, Rachel, and she walked me through some beautiful new houseplants with great color, texture, and uh, all kinds of fun things, including um, Jim, something you would have grown down in Florida, um, banana trees. Oh, yes. So there's banana trees that do very good for houseplants. I meandered out to our perennial annual department. My cousin was actually unloading racks of hanging baskets, flats, new succulents that came in this week, beautiful new roses by the, by the dozens, um, hundreds of perennials, including pink and blue salvias, or a new, maybe not new, but new to me, stunning hardy hibiscus that is a dark red dinner plate size flower, and yet its foliage is red and green striped on the same foliage leaf uh, making it very tropical, but still very hardy. I've seen truckloads of boxwood, viburnum, nice ground covers, medium and large shade trees from our nursery department coming in. Uh, shade trees including two and a half to three inch, 15 to 18 foot London plane tree if you need some shade today. And then there is the new cherry blossom, Jim. Cherry blossom explode, cherry blossom explosion hydrangea, and really? there's another one called grape explosion. So they are new varieties of lace cap macrophylla hydrangeas that are beautiful. So then I go over to our water garden department, a uh, little pond streaming and the running of the water, and there's a duck over there the other day, and um, we got new loads of stone, Jim, including supporting yay Michigan. Um, the upper UP, we've got a new uh, stone called Delta Ledge Rock. It's outcropping size stone, would be great for retaining walls, 8 to 12 inches thick, 3 to 5 to 6 foot wide and deep um, deep pieces, um, great for building those walls, and it came with nice 6 to 7 inch steps that are snapped that could easily be stacked to uh, create that nice incline, uh, some steps on that nice incline area. We also got new cobblestone called Canadian cobble with reds, pinks, grays, and blacks all mixed in it. Great for dry stream beds or water features. 
We even have a variety of <clears throat> a new grit, Jim, that we're carrying. It is in Wisconsin. They use it for chickens. Really? But down here, <laughs> it's a beautiful uh, granite that's been pulverized down to like one sixteenth minus. And it is beautiful for like little walkways and natural paths because it actually feels good on the feeties when now you walk I was going to ask you about that because uh-huh. that's, you it's, know. It's not sharp compared to like a pea gravel that you step on. It's like, ow, it's in my, it's in my shoe compared. So stop into the water garden department take a look. So as for landscape improvements, I'll tell you what. There's no need to wait. If you have the time, Waddell's has the plants. Waddell's has the trees, shrubs, evergreens, flowering vine, roses, perennials that can all be planted now. There's no time to wait. The time is is right, and the selection is actually super. To help keep our landscape and gardens uh, tip-top in, in the June condition, though, we really want to take a look, like Jim was saying earlier. Uh, let's start with <clears throat> a little education this morning. We need to start with Watering 101. Um Good watering techniques cannot be done in just five minutes. Jim was talking about placing a soaker hose around a tree. I highly recommend that. Um, You could go around the drip line, and that's where the rain would fall off the tips of the branches, and that is really where a lot of those feeding and watering roots are, not up by the trunk of the tree. Go ahead and put that soaker hose around, and right now you could easily run that a couple two to four hours and not hurt the tree whatsoever. Somebody uh, said with uh, some hydro seeding that's not coming up, well, it was too hot to water. And I said, too hot to water? <laughs> if the seed's not coming up, it, things got to get, get, get moisture to it. So hand watering does work well in pots and annuals, um, but also we have drip irrigation kits that you can actually plug in and do all of your pots so you don't have to mess with it. Good watering techniques I was talking about um, not being able to be done in five minutes. So if a sprinkler will be used, it needs to be directly hitting the root ball. The way to find out, get a rain gauge, Jim. Test it out. What does my irrigation do? Because a lot of times it could go and go right by the plant. The best watering management is by accomplished by a, a placing a hose near the base of the plant and turn water onto a slow trickle. If an attachment is added to the hose to give a circular pattern, it will ensure that the entire root ball is getting soaked. How frequently the water depends on soil texture. Right now, most soil is dry. Sandy soil dries out quicker than clay soil. Mulch, sun, shade, rain, and how hot the weather is also affects. The best way to check the soil is is, uh, to stick your hand into the ground and see if the soil sticks to your hand. Right now, I'm not sure you could stick your hand in the ground. Um, Maybe in your raised garden right now, Jim. It is important to check the soil every two days uh, after watering to make sure it's moist. We put in um, onions in the raised garden, and we've been trying to be fairly faithful to them. And no, I am not an onion guy, but I'm trying to grow them for Danielle. And uh, boy, a little water goes a long ways. They popped right up. Very easy. Andy, so, I was going to ask you, you were talking about watering. Um, and there's being watering 101 <laughs> that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Time element. When is the best time to do this? Well, I think a lot of times people want to do it when um, 
maybe in, in the evening when there's a little bit, is it a little cheaper on your electric sometimes if you're yeah. running your well? Okay. Maybe it might go during the day um, on some of the trees, shrubs, and evergreens. You could do your drip irrigation when they're really needing it at their worst. You're not trying to water the foliage of the plant on a 90-plus degree day. That actually does some magnifying. That's why we suggest on a lot of our sprays. Do not spray a plant when it's 72 degrees or more. It just adds to the magnification and burns the plant. So timing for a lawn, you see that sometimes if it's done in the early morning, it has time to dry out. If sometimes it's done in the evening all night long, then, Jim, that uh, moisture is on the bluegrasses or some of the good good uh, rise, and that's how they can get a fungus really easy. So. Um, good question for sure. Definitely, if you can, in the morning in the lawns, chances are to dry out. I like to make sure that the, the trees, if you're not hitting evergreens directly and soaking the foliage, if it has to be because it's in the middle of the yard, try to do it during the day so it has a chance to dry out before night. We know, we've talked about blue spruce to everybody and how we're losing them. Just adding to the compound is keeping a blue spruce wet every day when you're irrigating. Now, um, thank you, student, for that for that question there. Um, you know, a sandy soil crumbles in your hand. Something like that should be watered at least three to four times a week. Clay soil kind of sticks together. Should be watered at least twice to three times a week. Again, depending on the uh, weather that we have. Heavy clay, what I consider hard like a rock, should be at least watered once or twice a week just to make sure. And again... Do the test if you don't do not know. Think of small shrubs if you're doing a trickle for 30 minutes, a large shrub for 45 minutes to an hour, and a tree at least one to two hours if it's small, and a large shade tree, you could probably run it at least three to four hours. You could almost hear the tree say, ah. Again, like I was saying, um, we can go to a break here in a second, Jim, but if it rains at least one more inch a week, you know, That'll lighten up the ground, and some of your watering practices can be uh, lifted for the week. But, if, again, if you're not sure what your irrigation is doing, get a, get a rain gauge. Place it throughout the yard. Test it, and as that irrigation is running, you want to plants and lawn like an average of one inch of water a week. So, I'm just trying to give an example um, as you're uh, watering and the timing of it. Very cool. All right. 382-4280-877-382-4280, or you can text us at 80373 if you have a question or a comment for Andy. And we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning on 591069 FM WKZO. Hot, dry weather is here, and many lawns, gardens, and trees are suffering. Waddell's Nursery Floriston Garden Center carries the supplies you need to help get water to your landscape. Is your hose tangled, leaky, or kinked? This week, save $5 on the Stanley Fat Max Professional Grade Hose. It's flexible in all weather, won't kink, and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Save $2 at the top quality Dram Revolver Nozzle with seven different settings, yours for just $11.99. Cover a large area with a tripod sprinkler for $59.99 or get a green thumb oscillating sprinkler that covers up to 3,800 square feet for only $25.99. Want to conserve water and still get your plants irrigated? Get a rain drip drip irrigation system. They're easy to install and can get the right amount of water to your plants. This week, the rain drip vegetable garden watering kit is on sale for just $19.99. 
Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Mill and 12th Street. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Woodell's.com. It's time to get social. Facebook. I use it for just about everything. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at WKZO Radio. 70 degrees at 590-1069 FM, WKZO, back to Over the Garden Fence. Andy, you had, we, had, we had talked about the you know irrigation mm-hmm. uh, portion of things. Um, something I wanted to ask you, because we've done it, obviously, and we've seen a, a huge difference in the tree. In drought conditions like this, is it a good idea to mulch around the tree? <laughs> Again, no questions asked, yes, for sure. Because that mulch is going to keep consistency with the top of the roots and uh, i'll tell you if you ever see a big tree fall over jim does oh, it yeah. <laughs> you know what it its roots are not that deep most of it is a pancake yes the center has got some good stability roots but a lot of those roots are at the surface and if you can keep that ground cool that's why we talk about companion plants compared to lawn you know sometimes putting down around that shade hostas coral bells things that like that shade really add to the coolness of of that maple tree or oak as your uh, as the years go on mulching i like to again we all always um laugh at the studio here but you want to mulch not like a volcano you want to mulch like a donut so the center is hollow so around the trunk there's not mulch around the tree but <clears throat> i can go around the neighborhoods and find um landscapers that will or um maintenance that are just told to mound the mound the mulch up higher and higher and higher and sometimes jim will will go in and there's 12, 15 inches of mulch on a tree and poor tree can't even breathe. So one more thing. Can I add on uh, watering before? Sure. Yes. We also have do-right tree bags. If you um, can't get to a drip irrigation or to uh, uh, water out there, it's a bag that you fill up like a donut and it'll just bleed or secrete the water out for a couple days. I think it um, fills up and drains within a day. So it's a spot where you can haul that water out to the plant and sometimes dump them five gallon bucket water on Jim um, goes all over the lawn. Well, this keeps the water right intact around the roots of the tree. The other thing I was going to ask you, we're talking about water because I, I know that you have uh, koi pond supplies and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So um, how important is it not only to keep the water level, you know, high, so to speak, but to keep the water moving mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. times like this. You bet for uh, for coil itself, stagnant water, you know, it heats up and that, that coil take it. But it's the aeration that really, really is important. And so uh, Jim is talking about if you have a nice water feature to keep it running. But also sometimes it's nice. We have very good fish health from adding a, a koi pond, koi one or koi two little aerator kits, Jim, that um, uh, they're stones that have tubes that go down the bottom, pumice stones, and then they um, permeate oxygen or um, bubbles from the the bottom and aerate the the fish. Absolutely love it. They kind of gather around that, and so uh, that's very important for sure. So if the water's mm-hmm. moving around, it stays cooler, mm-hmm. I imagine. Uh, you can super cool, so there's, there's the opposite too. So um, make sure when you're doing algicide right now that you do it <clears> – <throat> 
half don't do the whole pond because a lot of times if you're having a full algae kill you might have a depleting oxygen when you're robbing a green plant and turning it brown it'll pull oxygen out of the water so just remember when you're doing it doing it right i've seen uh, ponds where somebody put on whole bunches of the wrong product and had a, a fish kill the next couple days so be careful all right Again, you have a question, 382-4280-877-382-4280. Are there plants, I'm, I'm going to pose this to you as we take a break, are there plants, you get to think about it, that's mm-hmm. the best part, are there plants that actually thrive in this kind of weather? Yes. Maybe we should talk about that I, because maybe that's a... I have some of those coming up. All right. We'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on 590-1069 FM, WKZO. Keep your gardens full of eye-catching blooms with plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's is where you'll find the largest selection around of annuals, perennials, roses, shrubs, and more. Be sure to take a stroll through the rose gardens when you stop at Waddell's. There are many beautiful varieties ready to plant, including the new Easy Elegance roses that give you lots of color all summer and are easy to care for. Now is a great time to check out the perennial selection. There are over 600 varieties of perennials at Waddell's to choose from. This week, add hybrid lilies in an array of rich colors, purple spiked salvia, pincushion flowers, blanket flowers, or, or foxglove to your yard. From adding color to shady areas to finding something short for a border, Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has everything a gardener's heart desires. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. Shop anytime at Waddell's.com. Kalamazoo's newsmakers check in here. Governors that are going to police officers at the intersection. Kalamazoo Mornings with Ken Lanfear on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. WKZO News Time 928 back with Andy Waddell. We're having fun. We we should really make a CD sometime of the stuff we talk about off the air. <laughs> but it usually ends up on the air, which Bloopers. this this yeah. Blo- <laughs> I'm not sure I'd do a blooper reel. That that that, that could oh Boy, that could go wrong in so many ways. But um, we were I, I posed a question to you before we left. In a hot drought type weather, are there plants that actually like this kind of weather other than cactus and you know things like that? <laughs> and Andy answered in the affirmative. So there, there are is. plants. There is. There is. Um, I would say uh, every plant needs to be established first. Let's get that intact. In so a lot of times, like for, for example, we sell drought resistant grassy, but it has to get itself established. Um, we have a lot of these plants that really can be on the drought tolerant level once established, but a lot of them have a very small foliage. And if you don't uh, look at them, look at them the wrong way, they'll drop their leaves right now. But a lot of times they'll get themselves established and root right in. Um, sedum is a great choice for one of your perennials and ornamental grasses. Um, and daylilies can tolerate extreme and come back pretty easy with a vengeance echinacea or coneflower is another one that is i have put on designs that are in i'm not sure i can get water to them in some of those designs so we make sure and uh, use the right plant as far as the perennial um fine line buckthorn barberry sumac and arborvita those are all very good choices willow is another very good choice and their shrub and tree form of a lot of those that would uh, be on the extreme drought tolerant now 
Arborvita, if you don't give some moisture, again, cedar. Cedar grows all along our shoreline. I was just uh, telling Jim we were over at Lake Michigan the other day, and uh, there was cedar right on that sand. I mean, grown right there. They were about to almost fall in from last year's uh, overage of water. And this year there was the beach must have been 60 to 80 feet wide compared to, I think it was about five feet last year. Yeah, it was very, very close last yeah. year. Yeah, so... Um, but those are those are some really actually there's a lot of um, trees that do they're very tough once they get themselves established. But uh, a, a lot of that um, sphagnum peat moss we suggest a lot of times as far as compost and common or sphagnum peat holds moisture. And when it's too wet, it perspires. When it's too dry, it absorbs. That's very good. And you're aiding of the new growth of plants for sure. What is the timeline, Andy, for taking hold in other words you get a plant like arboveda okay mm -hmm. how long does it take to take hold i'd say for you to start not remembering water once in a while i'd say three years okay yeah let's let's me year number two is not good enough so and a lot of times even even plants uh um can be very sensitive five and ten years out but uh, you don't want to totally forget them, but yes, they can be a lot more self-sufficient after maybe 36, 48 months. Okay. Um, fir is another very good as far as an evergreen and juniper. Um, think think again, shoreline plants is a very, very drought-tolerant items that we, we have at Waddell's. Um, <clears throat> I had my first BLT this week. Did, really? I did. You've never had a BLT before this? <laughs> oh, you, you poor deprived Let man. me rephrase. Okay. <laughs> I had my first BLT this year. Okay. <clears throat> okay, there we go. But it was on a pepper bacon. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Danielle has been getting these um, really good tomatoes. So we um, um, we have one whole raised garden devoted totally to tomatoes this year because we, when you start adding, the, all the veg vegetables are really cute when they're small, Jim. But once you put them in, you realize, holy smokes, these plants get big. Well, tomato, <laughs> tomatoes have muscle. They need space. So um, really, when we put them in, we put um, uh, root and bloom, and we put the mics in there, and we put the dairy dew, and made sure those plants were mulched with straw. Vegetables love to be mulched with either, either cocoa mulch or straw. But as those tomatoes are growing, just making sure you're keeping an eye on them for sure. If your plants defoliated midsummer last year or if the fruits were blemished, now is the time to do a preventative spray program. Again, might not be today, but things to remember, a spray program with a broad-spectrum broad fungicide uh, will work very good with tomatoes and is safe for blemish-free fruit and healthy plants. Very cool. Do you like your lilac? I love lilacs. Mm -hmm. Oh, you put them in the right place when the wind blows. It's in other words, because most of the time winds go from west to east. Yep. Late. You put it in the right place, Andy. Oh, that's right. Later on in the summer, a lot of times we'll see dead wood in lilac, and that's adult moths of the lilac borer are now active and will begin depositing eggs on shade trees and lilac shrubs. <clears throat> Board damaged branches should be removed and all cuts be painted with tree wound paint. Keep susceptible lilacs um, with sprays of 38 plus through May through September every two to four weeks to make sure, again, spraying in the evening or the cool of the morning. A, a lot of times, um, peach. 
plum, apricot, purpley sand cherry in the ornamental family, not in uh, uh, fruit bearing, are very susceptible by, again, tree borer or peach tree borer, and which kills many of the plants. The adult moths are currently laying their eggs, and a preventable program is very, very advisable. First of all, I've never seen a large ornamental plum or um, <clears throat> Crowder Vesuvius. It's a very good variety, Jim, or Newport. They are burgundy-leafed, and they have a great value in the landscaping, but they're not an old living tree because they sometimes have issues. <laughs> issues, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's why we suggest, I'll tell you right away, if you have the tree, great. If you're having problems with it, maybe the time to now is get it out and get a royal raindrop crab. But if you have problems, that preventable program first, keep all the grass and weed growth away from the tree. A large area mulched on ornamental trees will encourage a more active root system. I like to keep the grass away from the tree because it doesn't then get weed whipped. Irrigating through thoroughly through the root systems through the dry spells will encourage good growth. Feeding ornamental trees with a spoma tree tone to encourage healthy growth and repair any of the previous bore damage. Be sure to, be sure to spray the trunks of ornamental uh, trees like the um, ornamental plum with a... Uh, Systemic insecticide made by Fertilome, and then do a soil drench around the base of the plant in July to control those. Very cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about helping yourself get through this drought, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is, you know, there's there are ways, and Waddell's can help you. Yep. But uh, we'll I have it. a successful story too coming up. Oh, too. very cool! All right, we like successful stories. Mm -hmm. Those are those are good. And uh, we'll be right back here on Over the Garden Fence on five ninety one zero six nine FM WKZO. Love your garden, but hate the pests? There's still time to get your Grubex at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. Grubex controls lawn grubs that cause extensive damage to turf, like Japanese beetles and moles. The experts at Waddell's recommend putting Grubex on to kill current infestations and prevent future invasions. It will also control lawn-damaging sod webworms, cutworms, and armyworms. Waddell's recommends applying Grubex in June for the quickest, easiest way to prevent pests and keep your lawn looking best. Right now, save $3 on each bag of Grubex. If you have lawn or weed problems but don't know the best way to control them, be sure to bring in samples for identification to Waddell's Plant Diagnostic Center, where the plant doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, serving Southwest Michigan for 75 years. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. Shop anytime at Waddell's.com. Sure, the other guys talk a lot, too, but we talk about Kalamazoo. Just to see what's going on in my backyard. 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. WKZO News Time 937, back to Over the Garden Fence. And we we talked earlier, Andy, about uh, watering 101. Mm -hmm. Now we're about to talk about shade 101. <laughs> there, shade is, is a wonderful thing. It is. However... As Andy will point out to you, not all shades are the same. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, um, we have a, uh, and we'll go back to watering. We have one more thing at the very end we want to talk about. But we had a client come in, 
And again, at Waddell's, we try to help with success. And so client had come in, shade area, purchased a whole bunch of plants for shade, goes home, plants them all, and sure enough, next year, they are almost all dead, a couple of them just struggling along. So she hires a local uh, contractor, and the contractor goes out and, again, picks a lot of shade items, Jim, but rhododendron, azaleas, hydrangeas, things that will tolerate that shade. And, again, the next year, he's scratching his head because – they're all dead again. And now we have two people flustered at the same area. Well, when when we finally came in and we brought pictures of that, we really realized what kind of shade she was working with. It was walnuts. Uh-oh. And walnuts give off a toxicity. And so a lot of times when people are preparing, there is the right way to uh, pick your right plant. So companion plants, we've talked about. Uh, uh, dozens of times. So many plants are killed or injured when growth are within the roots of black walnut tree, butternut, or hickory. The roots of these trees contain a phytotoxin called jugulone, which is secreted into the soil. Usually plants closest to the tree are the first to be injured, but that's not always the same. Um, they sometimes will go uh, 50 to 60 feet um, or the drip line of that mature tree, but sometimes can reach even beyond where the seeds or the walnuts fall, where the hickories fall and a lot of that. So um, just remember, there has been studies done, including Waddell's. There is, uh, we do have that right list for you. MSU, Waddell's themselves, Cooperative Extension Agency. There's a number of things, including redbud, dogwood, there's vegetables, Jim, that will actually work under those under those trees. So when you're thinking about putting in plants, things like this, when you come to Waddell's, you probably ought to know what kind of trees you have in the yard because mm -hmm. from oak to maple to hickory to mm -hmm. walnut, whatnot, um, that would that would help a lot because then you go, okay. Yep. And I think where that I think uh, George told me about where that jugulone or toxicity comes from is just from the mother plant saying, uh-uh, you're not growing under me. We're going to make sure just my babies are going to live. Yeah. And I, I think that's really, it's just the defense mechanism. But, um, you know, daffodils, hostas, there's a certain viburnum, only one, viburnum dentatum family, quince, red bud and dogwood, just to name a few, forsythia, burning bush. So, again, just going on rem um, remembering as you're planning things out, look up as well as down. Um, bring in soil samples. Jim has talked many times. We can help you with that watering because um, we have one manager that lives right in Portage. Soil is totally nice black soil. Okay, We have another manager that lives uh, on the outskirts of Matawan, and she can't keep <laughs> the water in the ground so just just remember that there's there's uh different different uh um areas in your yard or soil tree combinations and for thank sure. you glaciers because that's that's what did it <laughs> yeah isn't that kind of cool yeah it is yeah actually yeah all right we're gonna take one more quick break and then we'll get ready to wrap things up on this edition of over the garden fence here on 590 106.9 fm wkzo Hot, dry weather is here, and many lawns, gardens, and trees are suffering. Waddell's Nursery Floriston Garden Center carries the supplies you need to help get water to your landscape. Is your hose tangled, leaky, or kinked? 
This week, save $5 on the Stanley Fat Max Professional Grade Hose. It's flexible in all weather, won't kink, and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Save $2 on the top quality Dram Revolver Nozzle with seven different settings, yours for just $11.99. Cover a large area with a tripod sprinkler for $59.99 or get a green thumb oscillating sprinkler that covers up to 3,800 square feet for only $25.99. Want to conserve water and still get your plants irrigated? Get a Raindrip Drip Irrigation System. They're easy to install and can get the right amount of water to your plants. This week, the Raindrip Vegetable Garden Watering Kit is on sale for just $19.99. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Mill and 12th Street. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Woodell's.com. You're just moments away from another local news update. So I can stay informed and prepared for anything going on. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. All right, a few more minutes here at Over the Garden Fence. We're talking with Andy Waddell, and now we're going to talk about... Ta-da, watering again. There but we go. Now we're going to talk about watering 201. Okay, earlier okay. we were just talking about plants in the ground, but freshly... Freshly potted plants, freshly bald and burlap plants. Yes. Plants that are just recently gone in the ground this spring, last fall. If you're planting, make sure to slide the plant out of the pot and rough up those roots, knowing the plant then will feel like it's been planted. If you have cylinder of a pot, Jim, and those roots spin around, you pull it out and stick it in the ground, it will be weeks, if not months, before the plant feels like it's been transplanted. Why not take a few minutes, take your hands or a three-point trowel, and rough the sides up, loosening and massaging those roots when it gets put in. <clears throat> a lot of plants are getting purchased on a Monday and returned on a Friday, <laughs> and a lot of it is People are wondering if somebody had sprayed weed control, was there a bug that ate them, and a lot of times I will say really the main thing was just keeping the right moisture. And, and uh, we talked about heat stroke. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's hard to see in a person. You can see that probably, Jim. In a plant, you can't see it sometimes till it's too late. Uh, whenever greens go brown, we already know <clears throat> it's too late. Yeah. So just, just remember on those freshly plants, we... Um, whether it be Waddell's or any other nurseries in Kalamazoo, those plants are being watered every day. So do the same thing for them. Uh, make sure that if it's a big plant, it's going to take you know bigger leaves. Takes you know like a nine bark or a big big viburnum. That plant takes a little more moisture. If it's in a perennial situation or an annual, chances are with a grower, it's been watered every single day in a greenhouse. Just yeah. be careful. So yeah, we're just trying to help through because really, I know there's different weather coming up. Mm -hmm. So I did see some some seventies coming. So, yeah, so you know we're gonna break with this too. Yeah. And I think this heat, Jim, can't we say sometimes the heat or the it whatever the weather is makes you appreciate the next season a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. What was uh, Florida's heat? Uh, it was warm, but it was it was warmer up here than it was down there. We just had more humidity. <laughs> more d more humidity down yeah. there. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, and I appreciate the seasons at Waddell's. And, you know, you're you're dying for some summer heat. And enjoy it while it's here because then maybe uh, uh, the fall might be a little cooler. You just Thank never know. Thank you. Yeah. So. Let's do this again next yeah, week. What do you thanks, say? Thanks, everybody, for listening in. All right. Thanks for joining us for Over the Garden Fence. Tune in every Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street.